And there you see the point of the week. This is a stellar vacation Bible school. And the whole point is shine Jesus light. Each day we're going to have a different theme. But that theme is going to end with the same reminder each day. Shine Jesus light. It's all based on a verse that we've already looked at recently as we're journeying through the Sermon on the Mount together. We have already passed this verse, but for this morning, I want us to back up and review it. If you have your copy of Scripture with you, we're in Matthew chapter 5. And I want to invite your attention to Matthew chapter 5 at verse 16. Matthew 5 at 16. As you know, we've been journeying through the Sermon on the Mount together in a series we've called The Way. And we've made our way a third of the way through the sermon already. But we're backing up this morning because I want to remind you why we do what we do and how we live as disciples. This is not just about what happens this week. It actually speaks to how we live every day as disciples of Jesus Christ. In Matthew chapter 5 at verse 16, he reminds us in the same way, let your light shine before others. Now, we could stop there and it would be a very popular, very common, uh, secular uh, kind of a thought. Let your light shine. Let people see how great you are. But that's not the point of the verse, is it? He doesn't stop there like so many others might. He says instead, um, in the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who's in heaven. It's not let your light shine so that everybody will see how great you are, how talented you are. It's not even let your light shine so everybody will have a good day. It's let your light shine so that people will see there's something going on in your life. There's something happening in this person. And as they look at that light from within, that that something that's happening in your life, then they say, well, only God can do that. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they see your good works and glorify your Father who's in heaven. If you let your light shine in such a way that folks look at you and say, wow, you're great, you shined wrong. Let your light so shine before men. In other words, let your light shine before others in such a way that they see those good works in your life But they don't pat you on the back. They see that something else is at work. Let your light shine in such a way that they see those good works and they glorify your Father who's in heaven. That's what we're going to hopefully teach the children all week long this week. And to help us with that, we're going to meet some buddies along the way, some friends. Our first friend that we're going to meet tomorrow is Cosmo. Cosmo obviously is a a star, and we're going to talk about how um, the stars don't go anywhere during the day. We just can't see them. But at night, when it's dark, 
That's when we can see the stars. We'll talk a little bit about how big they are and how our sun is actually kind of a medium-sized star and some are great big and they're just so far away. We'll talk about some of that cool stuff. But the most important thing is we see the star at night when it's dark. Those are the, that's the same time that people in the world around us need to see our light is when it's dark. When life feels dark, shine Jesus' light. And you know what, it's, what it means to feel dark? It's not, it's not just that things look dark, but you've been through those dark times of life. Maybe you're going through one now. There are people around us every day who are going through a dark time. And it is those people who need to know that when life feels dark, we can shine Jesus' light. We can help them see how much he loves them and how he can take care of them. Each day after we meet our buddy and we talk about the theme, we're also going to really focus in on a part of the gospel. And the gospel story of Jesus begins with his birth. So tomorrow when we're talking about in, in a time of darkness to let your light shine, we're going to look at how Jesus was born at just the right time. Galatians chapter 4 says that he came at the fullness of of time, just the right moment. Well, what was that time in which he was born? For the Jews, it was a terribly dark time. They had been oppressed and abused for centuries. They had been longing for a Messiah who would finally come and wipe out the enemies and establish God's nation and his kingdom again. And it began to look like that Messiah might never arrive they were they were living through a time in which there was a king that had been propped up by the romans he wasn't legitimately a king but the romans kind of propped him up and said now you're king over all the jews and he made sure that they knew that with his foot on their neck all the time controlling them keeping them down. They were living in a very dark time and it was at that moment in that darkness that Jesus was born. Now understand the impact of his coming because what happened when Jesus was born was he stepped off the throne of glory and he stepped into the darkness. Leaving the Shekinah glory. Shekinah glory is, a, is the best way we understand the glory of God is a light. And he walked out of the light of the Shekinah glory of God. And he stepped into the darkness of a fallen humanity and a messed up world. But when he did, he brought light into the darkness. And so the verse that we're going to really focus on says... When Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He came to bring light in the darkness. There is darkness all around us. But praise God, the light has come. All we need to do now is let that light shine through us. 
On Tuesday, we're going to meet our next buddy. His name is Ringo. Ringo's a fun character. He's, he's kind of based on Saturn, I guess, with the rings. One of the things that we're going to l- learn is that Saturn's the only planet that we really think of with rings, but all four of the outer planets have rings. We just don't see them with a telescope. So for the longest, we didn't know they had rings, but it's kind of cool that they do. And one of the things that we're going to talk about is that those rings around the planets, they, they look like one solid thing, right? You got the planet, and then you got this kind of a solid ring around it. Well, in actuality, those rings are not solid at all. They're made up of, of just millions of little chunks of ice and little rocks and dust and all kinds of space dirt and all that fun stuff. And they just, they're pulled into the same orbit And so they look like something solid, but they're made up of many little pieces. You know, that's exactly the way the church works. We are made up of individuals, but together we form the church. Same thing is true of a community. We're all very different, but we come together to form the community. It is true of the kingdom of God. Kingdom of God is made up of all kinds of different people. But it's when we come together that we form that visible kingdom of God. The problem is we don't always get along when we wind up in the same orbit, do we? Well, it's important that we work on that. So on Tuesday, we're going to learn that when people don't get along, Shine Jesus' light. When we don't get along, it's important that we show each other Christ and the influence that he's had on our lives. Our, our story for that day is, uh, is going to help reinforce that. And our story is, of course, Zacchaeus. You can't have vacation Bible school without talking about Zacchaeus, right? I mean, he is the hero of vacation Bible school. Yeah, yeah. Robert wants me to sing the song. I don't think I'm going to. (laughs) You know the song? You got the song in your head, don't you? Zacchaeus was a, you see, you got me going. And we little man was he, climbed up in the sycamore tree just to see what he could see. What? The Lord he wanted to see? Yeah. All right. The Lord comes by and says, Zacchaeus, come on down. I'm going to your house. We're going to look at that story, and the reason that the story is, is so powerful is, yes, the interaction of Jesus and Zacchaeus at the sycamore tree, yes, but why was the interaction between Jesus and Zacchaeus so significant? Because Zacchaeus had never experienced that kind of friendship. Zacchaeus was a tax collector, and in that day, In that culture, especially for the Jews, here's how it worked. The Romans, who wanted to keep the Jews down and angry and and who wanted to keep them divided, the Romans would choose a Jew to be a tax collector, then would tell that Jew, now you collect everyone's taxes for Rome and... It's okay for you to charge too much and you get to keep whatever's extra. 
And so the tax collectors were cheats, and yet they had all the power. A, a Jewish person could not say no to the tax collector. So the tax collector was cheating his own brethren on a regular basis. They hated the tax collector, not only because he was taking taxes, but because he was a Jew who was betraying his people. This is Zacchaeus. And Jesus shows up one day, and instead of showing the hatred that most Jews would show to a tax collector, Jesus says, come down, because we're going to have dinner. And when we really dig into the story, it looks like Jesus was more than inviting himself over for dinner. It looks like he was planning to spend the night. If you look at Jesus' journey around the context of that story, he apparently stayed the night. He slept in the home of someone that was hated. Jesus found a way to make a connection even when people didn't get along. And you and I can learn to do the same thing. We can help folks who don't get along by shining Jesus' light, by showing them the love of Jesus. Our verse for that day is going to be live in harmony with each other. Romans chapter 12 and verse 16. Live in harmony with each other. The Bible says that you're not always going to agree. You're not always going to see everything eye to eye. You're not always going to want to do things the same way. But you can figure out a way to get along. In Christ's family, we learn to live in harmony with one another. Harmony, by the way, by mere definition, says that we're not all the same. If we were all the same, it would say live in unison. But it says live in harmony. We're different and our differences make us stronger. On Wednesday, we're going to meet Luna. And you can tell who Luna is. Luna is the moon, obviously. And the moon is, uh, is another amazing part of God's creation. When we think of moon, we think of the one moon that we have around our planet. But some of the other planets have a lot of moons around their planets. Two planets within our solar system, two of them have 70 or 80 moons that surround them, that orbit them all the time. Moons are pretty incredible parts of God's creation. Luna is unique, however, in most of the other uh, buddies that we're going to meet, the star, uh, the sun, the comet, most of them have their own light. Luna is different in that all she can do is reflect the light of the sun. She doesn't make her light, she merely reflects her light. And the idea is really pretty simple, and that is that if, you have, if God has made a difference in your life, there really ought to be some joy there. If you're grumpy all the time, something's wrong, friends. If, if God has made a difference in your life, then you're going to reflect that. You're going to show that light 
People around you are going to be drawn to you and to him because you're reflecting the light giver himself. So we're going to talk about when good things happen, shine Jesus' light. Those good things that happen. When God does something in your life, he blesses you in a special way, you reflect that. Let the world see it around you. Our story that day is going to kind of reinforce that same thinking as we look at how Jesus entered Jerusalem as a king. That was a good day. You and I know the rest of the story that happened two or three days later, and so for us, there's kind of a cloud over that day. But on that day, in that moment, that was a good day. It was then that the people understood that Messiah they'd been longing for for centuries had finally come. And, and it was, by the way, the first time that Jesus openly accepts the title Messiah. He openly lets people call him and praise him as Messiah. He was indeed the one sent by Yahweh to his people. And that day was a celebration in a big way. And we're going to look at how when those good things happen, we want to let that light shine. We want to scream and shout, Hosanna! Here he comes! We're going to look at, a, at a, a verse of Scripture that was used in celebrating that throughout time. Shout with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Shout. There's joy again. You see that joy that comes when we really are connected with Christ? When you know the Messiah, man, let that joy show. Let your light shine understanding that light is a reflection just like luna god's doing something good let other people see that in your life and then on thursday we're going to get to meet soul and soul of course is the sun and you ever notice how we use the 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 idea of the sun in our music there is sunshine in my soul today, yada, yada, da, 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 right? You remember that song? What about some of the other songs that talk about sunshine? You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray, right? We, we usually think of sun as the happiness, and it's in contrary, contrast to the gloomy skies, the dark skies. The sun, in our minds, brings joy, even when times are sad. And that's what we're going to talk about Thursday. There are times in life that get sad. When people are sad, shine Jesus' light. Just like the sun. The sun shows up and it just changes our outlook on life. I'm trying to think, who's, was it John Denver? Sunshine on my shoulder makes me happy. Was that Denver? You know, he was actually onto something. My guess is he was talking about it poetically like the other songwriters. But he was actually onto something. 
when sunshine actually touches our skin, it releases some chemicals inside of us that make us feel good. And it produces that that vitamin and it gives us energy and all that stuff. Sunshine does make us happy. And there are people in the world around us who need to find that joy. There are a lot of people all over around us that are going through sad times and maybe they just live sad lives. And they need the influence and the impact of sunshine, of God's light. When people are sad, shine Jesus' light. Traditionally, during Vacation Bible School, we talk about Jesus on the cross on Thursday. We talk about, you've seen how the gospel unfolds through VBS. Jesus was born. Jesus had a tremendous ministry, even with Zacchaeus. Jesus entered into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. You and I know that he came to Jerusalem that day, headed for the cross. And on Thursday, we're going to talk about the cross. Isn't it amazing to think about all the things that Jesus had to say while he was dying on the cross. Have you ever thought about that or have you thought about it recently? When Jesus is fulfilling God's redemptive plan, in other words, he is accomplishing the thing that they've been waiting on since before creation. Jesus has been aiming toward this moment. And then in his completely human body, full of pain, full of sorrow, full of bleeding brokenness. He says certain things from the cross as he pays the penalty for the sin of mankind. He says, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. He says to the thief next to him, today you're going to be with me and we're going to be in paradise together. And he looks down at his feet and he sees his mama. In the midst of his pain and sorrow and the agony that is beyond belief, there is a a new kind of relationship happening within the Trinity and it's all so confusing for those of us watching it. It's so hard for, for him to go through all of that pain And yet somehow he has time for mama. He says, John, consider her your mama from now on. Take care of her. Mom, John's your boy. Y'all take care of each other. At that pivotal moment in history, that pivotal moment in God's redemptive plan, at the moment of his greatest sorrow and suffering, Jesus stopped to take care of someone else, to shine light in the sadness. While we talk about those things, we're going to focus on our verse that day. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Even in the sadness, we can let Jesus' light shine. We can let him have an influence on our lives 
and the lives of others. We can bring them joy. On Friday, we're going to meet Hallie. Hallie, as you can guess, is a comet. We're going to talk about Hallie's comet that comes around every 50 years or so, whatever it is. And we'll talk about how they're made and how God does some amazing things through comets and all that. But we're really going to focus on how fast that comet moves. You know, on Earth, when we see the comet go by, we think, man, that comet's traveling fast. And we forget that we're already traveling fast. The Earth is not static. It's not standing still. We're moving through space very quickly. And for the comet to go to seem to go very fast over us that means that it's going even faster than we're already going it's really going fast and that's how most of us live life these days fast we're zipping here and zipping there and we've got this and we've got that we've got a schedule full and we got to get to the ball field and we got to get to work and and we got to do and we got to go and when we're always in a hurry what we're going to talk about on that last day is that when people need help shine Jesus light because while we're in a hurry we're rushing here and there and we're going everywhere and we're doing all the things that we do we want to always be sure and notice the folks around us who need help because we've got the light we know how we can help we we can introduce them to the one who can be of great help to them and so while we're running through life like Hallie's Comet we want to pause long enough to notice and to help somebody along the way our verse that day is oh yeah we'll talk about Philip who helps the Ethiopian and our verse is let your good deeds this is the one we just looked at let your good deeds shine so that everyone will praise your heavenly father Philip meets the Ethiopian. Ethiopian is a eunuch, which means that he can't go to worship. He can't go into the synagogue. And yet, somehow, he has, he has a scroll. Not allowed into the main part of the temple. I said synagogue, but I meant the temple. Not allowed into the main part of the temple. And yet... He has cared enough about finding the truth that somehow he has a scroll, a scripture of the Bible, if you will. And he's doing his best to read it. And Philip says, dude, do you know what you're reading? He says, how am I going to know it if nobody explains it? Philip explained it and pointed out the truth about Jesus. Following the gospel story through the week, Jesus is born, Jesus has a ministry, Jesus comes to, to Jerusalem, Jesus dies, and then after the resurrection, Jesus' followers get to share him with other people. And here, the word even gets to an Ethiopian eunuch. He says, hey, I believe, I trust in Jesus. How come I can't get baptized? There's water over there, let's do this thing. And he's a believer. Had Philip been on his journey and not paid attention to this guy over here off to the side in a chariot reading a scroll, Philip could have just walked right on by, but he noticed someone in need. Let your good deeds shine so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. 
the way we learned it. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who's in heaven.